Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. In this episode, we talk to the brothers behind Taste, Select, Repeat, one of the fastest-growing new-age liquor stores in the market. Founders OJ Lima and Pierre August talk about how they transitioned into the barrel-picking business and their process for making sure they only put out the bangers. Okay, pour one up. Vibe with us as we chop it up with OJ and Pierre. Let's get it. I'm excited about tonight, fellas. Me too, dude. I, I really am, man. Because I mean, um, I was doing my research about these guys, man. These guys are pretty, pretty big, big time, yeah. man. Huge, this, huge. This is nice. This is very nice. I'm honored that they want to even talk to us about their stuff, man. Yeah. So well, for the, so for the listeners out there tonight on the show, we're having the guys from Taste, Select, and Repeat, based out of New York City. It's a word? take on a liquor store. It's the modern liquor store. Specializing in single barrel picks. Very exciting. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Very exciting. Yeah, these yeah. cats. Yeah. And, and what's cool about these guys, I mean, when I when we first started Black and Brown and we started our Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, one of the founders, OJ Lima, he was like one of the first people that connected with us and started interacting with us on Instagram. So, you know, to, to, to right. see it come full circle and have these guys on the show is, yeah. is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Um, and they and that like the freaking you know the few times that we've done like Instagram lives, um, OJ has has um, jumped on. I've, yeah. I've seen him. Yep. I, yeah, I followed him a little bit, uh, and I've seen him in my uh, feeds, liking photos, <clears throat> stuff like that. But it's real cool to be able to talk to them right now and kind of pick their brain on how they started their movement, how from social club to barrel picks and where they're at right now. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so they have their own liquor store. Is that right? Or? It's a virtual liquor store. It's, ah. So their whole thing is it's a modern liquor store. So modern liquor store. I got gotcha. you. They're doing, and if I understand What a dope concept, man. What a dope concept. So dope. So if I understand correctly on what I read, and I'm sure he'll clear that up as he joins us tonight. Um, they had to get a license because some of the things they were trying to do with their bottles, they they did some work around with what they did. I'm sure he'll tell us about that. Yeah, with that. the stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So While um, we're waiting, though, so you guys know... Um, on our, on our, on our last was cracking, we, Bill reviewed the, um, the, the old elk weeded bourbon, bourbon. Yes, sir. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. And what was my request? Like, what was the thing that I asked for? Um, you, sir, wanted it to be a, a few, uh, proof points higher than what it currently is offering. Right? I, I think specifically I said, um, 20 proof, proof points higher. Yeah, you, you did, did say that. You yeah, did yeah, say you did. that. Yeah. And, and so what's great about tonight is our guy, OJ, listens to the show, right? right. From, from TSR, he listens yeah. to the show. Right. And he sent me a DM in Instagram and said, hey, here's a barrel proof old elk weeded bourbon. So yep. he put me on, and it is like 115 proof. So that is yep. exactly yep. where I want it. Yeah, I now, saw now, that. I saw that today. I saw that today myself. Yep. Is that something they picked, or that's something that's coming down the pipe? Or he he just sent you the link for it so we can get access to it? No, no, no. He actually sent me the link. So it's one of their competitors actually that had oh, it, right? Now, so I'm not going to drop. Right I'm not going to drop the oh, name. No, don't, oh, don't drop I thought the name. they were going to have it in the wild, so they're not going to have it in the wild then. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it was like a barrel pick from one of their competitors. And and so uh, and so I actually went on and tried to order. Like, you know me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I, I most definitely straight up PayPal, like buy. Yeah. Right, right, right. And uh unfortunately, <laughs> they don't ship to North Carolina. So what? I couldn't get it. 
Oh, well, let yeah. me check and see if they ship to me. No doubt, because New England is popping wood with, with bottles. It looks like they can ship it to me, dog. Oh, they can? Yes, sir. So how'd you, I mean, so who's, um, who's doing it? Oh, well, you know, he didn't want to say Oh, but Choice, um, I get exactly what you mean. What is it? Oh. About it, about it, it like being real weedy. Like, I mean, it's very wheat. You know, it's almost like is that a cream bad thing? of wheat. No, 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 no. It's not a bad thing at all, but I can, it's almost hey. like it's, what? And, and don't start me to lying. I'm looking at the mash bill. I can't see it for my glasses, but it <laughs> says 64% corn. 24% rye and 12% malted barley. There's no wheat in it. So there's no wheat in this? There's really? no wheat, but it tastes like wheat, right? That's crazy. It's no wheat. All the wheat. other wilderness trail, it's a sweet mash. Oh. Ah. Okay. Okay. Instead of a sour mash. I mean, he he told me today, he was like, listen, if there's anything you want us to explain that you've always wondered. I want like, it. I want all the smoke. Like maybe we can talk to him. Like what's the difference between a sweet mash and a sour mash? I know yeah. you kind of covered some of that on the show. Ooh, so, hey, a choice, man. Hey, choice. I'm, yeah. I don't know if you can see that, but look at that, dude. That's a nice color. I mean, it yeah. looks like sweet tea. Yeah. Do you like it? I love it. I oh. really like it. And 113 yeah. proof. Well, you know, that's right in your wheelhouse. That's nice. Mm. I tell you one thing though. Um I may not get to that um that new riff. <laughs> that one <laughs> one thirteen gonna get having brother swole. That riff is nice. Well, the new riff is a hundred a hundred and two point one. So is the um is are all of their like barrel picks over a hundred, or do you know? I, that's a question for them. Okay, cool. Coming in the room. So yeah. in the black and brown virtual podcast space, we got the guys from Taste Select Repeat, like we said in the open. You know, we're really, really excited about interviewing these brothers because they came out with a new concept for the modern liquor store. Bill, welcome. Delvin, welcome. Yes, sir. OJ, on, Bill, fam. OJ Pierre, welcome to Black and Brown Podcast, man. How you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Thanks Happy for coming. Big fans. I listen all the time. Really? Oh, very nice, man. I appreciate <laughs> well, it, brother. I mean, he, 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 he said he listened to every episode in the last two days. So he is like, <laughs> he said he is sick of your wow. voice right now. Yo, no, I'm, I'm tired of it when I have to edit these joints, yo. I know, right? <laughs> by, by the way, OJ, OJ, does any, can I call you Juice or does anybody call you that? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't run the I can't run the football like you. But. <laughs> my man, my man, Delvin, tell him about the Ray Lewis story. <laughs> nah, no, no Ray Lewis stories. But, but I do have to get this out of the way because I know y'all are New York cats, right? So Pierre, you're from Long Island, but you live in Long Island City, Queens, and and OJ, you live in Harlem, right? Yeah, right. Giants or Jets? Oh God, here we oh. go. It's an easy question. Um, yeah, no, give him, yeah. give him the real. Break his heart if you have to. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yes. Although at this, oh, like, he said just, just real quick. He said, <laughs> he said just real quick. Right. Let's keep the moving on. Yes, but I feel like right now is there is there really been any difference for the last four years? Yo, no. yo, the Giants just won one in a row. <laughs> We're on a winning streak, bro. That was practice. That was a practice game, dog. <laughs> That's funny. So the way we like to kick it off when we have guests on, you know, um, first, just give us a little bit about yourself, OJ and Pierre. Just tell us basically, you know, um, how you got in the game. And then we'll, we'll ask a few questions. 
keep it moving and then go on to the discussion point. So OJ, you first, man. Okay. Um, let's see. So I first, the first whiskey I ever drank was uh, old granddad. I was in this uh, secret society at UPenn and that was our house drink. And so I, you know, was, had all this pledging stuff going on where I was drinking this old granddad. It didn't work for me. When I moved to New York, um, I met with another homeboy of mine, Caleb Santana, um, from the Bronx, and he was a whiskey drinker too. He was a whiskey drinker, and put me on to uh, Maker's Mark. I started drinking Maker's. That was really the gateway for me. Okay. Yeah. Original weeded bourbon. That's funny. Yes, that kind of kills the first question right there. Yeah, you know what got you into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, from there, I was you know I worked in, in media for for many many years, including at Complex. And when I was there, I was helping launch that site, First We Feast, who does the you know the show hot ones. Mm-hmm. I started doing that. We started getting companies coming into the office to do tastings and all this stuff. I made my first trip to Kentucky. Uh, and that's when I really started you know, like getting, getting really into it. So that was, I want to say like nine years ago, roughly. Okay. And from there I went through all the progressions, you know, so even listening to y'all thought it's just so funny to, to hear you guys talking about like hunting and right different things that you like and graduating from, Oh, I like this proof to now I like a higher proof. It's right. like, I was like, Oh, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, so that's how I started getting really interested in it. And then about uh, two, two and a half years ago, I did my first barrel pick with Sean Kim who runs a liquor store here. A really cool guy called 58 wine and liquor. Yep. He invited me to do a four roses pick with him. I was just a, a client customer of his. And that was the first barrel pick I ever did. That was DIY one uh, Cooper's hammer. And then from there, I you know I just wanted to see what it was like, you know, because I had gotten to a point of just drinking all this whiskey and then being like, all right, so what's next now that I've tried all of these like standard offerings? Yeah, and barrel picks were kind of the thing. So that was you know they're unique, they're individual. So Sean invited me. I started doing picks with him, and and uh, and then shortly thereafter, I started doing those barrel picks. And I think it was the third barrel pick we did. You know, uh, I suggested Sean that Pierre should. I had met Pierre through Sean as well. Yeah. Uh, him, you know, he should jump on with us. Yeah. Right. So, so, okay, let's, let's put a pin in that right there because I want to ask Pierre. So Pierre, what, what got you into drinking the Brown first? Because, okay. OJ said for him, it was the old granddad and I'm, I'm assuming it was the old granddad 114 or was it like, you know, the bottom bond? No, nah, it was the, it was, a, which, which one's the orange label one? Yeah. The yeah, bottom bond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the bottom bond. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. 100, the yeah, 100 proof. Okay. The bottom shelf. <laughs> okay. So Pierre, so Pierre, where'd you start at? And then what, what got you into the bourbon and then how'd you guys connect and then take us through that, that interaction. And how long is your podcast? Yo, like, listen, <laughs> hey, we, we don't hey, have we a time is, limit. As long you know as you guys want to talk, brother. The, Yo, funny I, thing, the funny thing about us is we don't stick to a script. If it's hot, uh, we keep it rolling. You know what yes, I mean? Sir. So yes, yeah. Sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, uh, my, my journey was, was, was an interesting one. You know, uh, I, I was never really that much of a drinker, you know, even through college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dabbled here and there, you know, it was probably more wine coolers back then. No <laughs> doubt. Wow, we all been wow. there. We've been there. <laughs> there were a couple of SoCo mines, but you know, I, I hesitate to call that, uh, you know, brown <laughs> stuff these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was probably uh, when I got into my, my current career, I had a friend crashing on my couch. Um, and up until that point, you know, I was much more of a vodka drinker. 
Um, and, you know, this, this guy that was crushed on my couch uh, loved whiskey, in particular bourbons. And, you know, every night when he came home from work, he would just sit there. He'd take a pint glass, mm-hmm. put in a couple cubes of ice, and just fill it with whatever bourbon he had. To he took out. a pint glass and filled it with wow. bourbon? Legit. Oh, Jen, oh, okay. Wow. Where's, that, where's that dude at now? <laughs> <laughs> I should probably check on him, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you, uh, you might want to check on him. Yeah. Follow up with him. Yeah, so, like, we, we, he, you know, he come back, and I'm just like, I don't know how you drink that. And he's like, try it. And I was just like, all right. And I was just like, I dabbled with it a little bit. You know, yeah. I was like, Knob Creek, if you haven't had his... Oh yeah, yeah. We know about the mob deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we mob call deep, it mob deep. Yeah, we, we call, call it mob deep. deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're from the south, so yeah. It's spicy and it is potent and it is strong and it kicks you in the face and you know, it, it was it was interesting. In any event, so you know, living together, we'd go out shopping and pick up stuff here and there, and we happened to be out on Long Island shopping, um, passed by this one liquor store that. I know of and you know he's like walking down the aisle and he just stops me dead in my tracks and he's just like hold up I'm like what he's like look up there and I'm looking up on the you know I don't know where I'm looking because I don't know anything about whiskey at that time and he's just yeah. like we need to get that and I'm like okay <laughs> like talks to the guy takes down the shelf picks it out pays for it hundred bucks bam done um, and I still have no clue what this stuff is. Like I saw the bottle, I I don't recognize labels back then. Right. Um, and mind you, this is like what 2003. Um, get back, and I'm like, all right. I go grab the pint glasses, fill them with ice cream. He's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you always drink it. He's like, yeah, not not this one. This was neat. Yeah. Just like just just get a couple of small glasses. Pours it in. And I'm like, we're drinking this neat. He's like, yeah. Just trust me. I'm like, okay. So, so I'm curious, what was it? Take, take, take a sip. And I was just like, all right. Yeah, this, no, this is a lot better than any other whiskey I've had. Um, he's like, yeah, this is Pappy 2020. It was, oh, yeah. Pappy 20? Wow. On the show for $100? 2003. Yeah, those days oh, are okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah 2003. Those, those days are gone. Oh, my yeah. gosh, man. Jeez. Pappy 20 for $100. Wow. Like you always say, Delvin, if you could rewind the clock and go back and just buy out the store. Yo. Golly. Yo, get the DeLorean. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's just crazy. So, That's crazy. So, all right. All right. Now now I'm jealous, man, because my, <laughs> my gateway bourbon was Eagle Rare, which is not yeah, a bad thing. Me too. Pick, my, yeah, right? That was my gateway too. Yeah. My, my, man, my man OJ just fell on the sword. His gateway was like Makers. Right? Yeah, which is... Common, mm-hmm. very and, common, and 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 Pierre comes in here and stunts on us. With <laughs> <laughs> with a straight face too, he was like happy twenty, right? Yeah. He gave us all that build up and suspense. <laughs> right, I was thinking it was going to be something crazy like the Evan Williams bottle and bond or something. You know what I mean, yeah. no, go to. Pierre's like first play from scrimmage, long bomb. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly, hey, man. That's like, yeah. dude, seriously. football is easy, man. Yeah, but but it's easy. Pierre, see the see the bad thing for you though is like that's like going to an amusement park and riding the best roller coaster first, right? The rest of right. the day kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, unless there's no lines, you go back on that bad boy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
That's good funny. call. So, so the second question we like to hit people with, um, even though you guys are both in the industry and you get access to some crazy bottles, I mean, yeah, we got to exclude Pierre now because he dropped that gem on us. You know what I mean? So he's basically talking to OJ right now. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Pappy 23, I'm done. So, so what's a bottle? What's, what's like a unicorn you guys are hunting? What's that one bottle you're trying to find? Um, I just found one that had been, it had been like a, a many year hunt for me. Um, I had two recently that I was looking for the Parkus heritage promise of hope. Mm. And, um, the beauty of the whiskey community is that another friend of ours was walking by a store. I think this was, um, it was last summer. Um, and knew I, from us hanging out, I had told him it was a bottle I really wanted to get. And he was in the store and said, yo, I saw it there. I went like literally a couple of days later. I was like, ah, babe, I'm going to take the kids out to Brooklyn to the park. And, you know, we were <laughs> right the store and I bought that damn bottle. Uh, and then most recently, um, the Elijah Craig 21 was one I was looking for for a while. And I was able to acquire it um, through trade right now. Um, I don't know. What am I looking for right now, man? Um, I'm looking for the, I, I want that new Parker's Heritage, the, um, the, the, the 10 year, I think the one that's, that just came out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Got one of, this guy got one already. I'm over here talking about how I want the bottle. That's the, um, that's the, that's the tribute bottle they did to him. Right. Yeah. yeah hey, now you got to crack it. Now you got to crack it. Yeah, right. Sorry, Pierre. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm looking for that one. He's already got one. So we have to have a conversation after we get out. Of here. <laughs> And every year, the the one I look for every year, I think, is the uh, the William Larue Weller. I look for. I've, and I've, oh yeah, I've yeah. To be able to, I've gotten stags. I've gotten other ones from VTAC, um, but that's one. And, and you know, I'm not a, a mega Buffalo Trace fan like you guys, but yeah, no, we that's love one it. I look for every year, and every year I come up short. So yeah, yeah. I I actually went out on a hunt today. A guy told me that you know there was some foolproof coming out, and I got up at like six to hit the store by eight when they opened up. Nothing. Bad intel, man. I was so oh, sure. I was like, you know what? The hunt yeah. happens like that sometimes. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, Anthony, actually. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. It was it was bad hunt. Well, yeah. What's, what's cool is OJ mentioned like this bourbon community and how people are always trying to help other people find bottles. And yep. so OJ, before you guys got on, I was telling these guys how you put me on to the Old Elk cast strength uh, that I had wished for in our last podcast. So mm-hmm. appreciate yep. that, fam. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was getting I was getting clowned for listening to all the episodes, and now I get. To- <laughs> you see how quick he turns on you. Hey, <laughs> it's one thing to listen; it's another thing to pay attention. So, God bless you, brother. <laughs> Yo, what is, see. What is that behind you, man? Are you in a closet? What is that? <laughs> is that a clock you hiding from your wife oh that's a burger room you got a burger room dog <laughs> man that, that, i have never heard i mean really Deb, you got a bourbon room yeah dude i got a bourbon room wow. just fyi wow pierre you probably don't know this but hey i got a bourbon room a bourbon yeah. room yeah, and yeah. you need to work on your lighting dog that ring light is just inadequate right now oh no watch this oh, oh god he's gonna change the flavor i, I appreciate those over your right shoulder yeah yeah yes, so, sir so over my right shoulder, just quick segue before we go to you, Pierre. Yeah, tell the people uh, what you have over what, your shoulder because they can't what you're see hunting. It. Describe well, over it. Over my shoulder right here, I have the Taste Select Repeat Wilderness Trail Single Barrel uh-huh. Mixed Doubles. Mixed Doubles. Wait, what, what, what? 
Which which mixed doubles is it? I know, I know. I knew you were going to call me out. So I got the one that was picked by OJ and Justin. You have very good taste. Okay, all right. So here's the thing. You will. So when I, when, when I went to do my, when we went to do this first Four Roses Barrel pick, um, I was introduced to Justin Sloan, who runs Justin's House of Bourbon. Super white boy. Cool ass dude. Cool as a fan. Cool as a Was fan. that in Louisville? Is that they, in Louisville? They have, they have a shop in Louisville, but their original shop is in Lexington. The original one's in Lexington. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So I, popped, I, went the, I went to the shop in Louisville. I popped into the shop, and they're great guys. Like, those are- Lexington, I'm sorry, Lexington, yeah. Yeah, that's literally, like, that's like fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pop in the shop in Lexington, and there's a guy there. He's like, chubby white boy, Southern accent, <laughs> right? He's got a whole wall of crazy bourbon that I can't afford. And we just yes. start talking and he's got some good barrel picks and we're just talking, you know, and I'm like, yo, we're down here the first time. It's when our first barrel pick at Four Roses. This guy, Justin Sloan, ends up being my homeboy. Right. Shout out to Justin yeah. Sloan. Shout out to Justin Sloan. His partner is named Justin Thompson. So that's why it's Justin's with the S apostrophe House yeah. of Bourbon. Every, everyone thinks it's it's Justin's singular possessive, but it's yeah. Justin's Justin. plural. Yeah, because yeah. we got the two Justins. Dig it. Yeah. Right. So because yeah, he has all the pappies and stuff, you know, behind the cabinet, you can buy all that stuff, right? Yeah. So Justin, these guys, they're great guys. Yeah. They're they're legitimately like our friends, and so we meet these dudes. They're, they become the super homies. And we started talking to them about like, yo, could we do a could we do a pick together? Like, could we do something? You guys want would you want us to do a pick? You guys selling the store? Because we didn't have a liquor license at the time. So Sloan is like, oh fuck yeah, dude. He's like, what are you interested in? And I'm like, yo, wilderness trail. I, they're they're coming up. Pierre wanted to do wilderness trail. He wanted to do the high ride bourbon. So I, I hit Justin mm-hmm. like wilderness trail high ride bourbon. He's like, no problem. These are my people. That's cool. We went down to Kentucky to do our pick for um, New Riff, Women's History Month Select. This was the beginning of the year, pre-COVID. Um, and on that same trip, they took us out to Wilderness Trail. That was my first trip ever being there. We yeah. go out to Wilderness Trail. It's in the middle of Danville. First of all, Danville is in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, right? Kentucky is basically like a triangle. It's, of it's like, like, triangles. It's a triangle. It's like... Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, which is New Riff, right? Yep. Right? And then Lexington and Louisville. Lexington. Louisville, yep. that's a triangle. Okay. Right down is in there. Danville is like the sticks, B. So if it's dark in Danville, you're not getting out the car and shit. It's like, exactly. Because it's, it's, you know, because look, I mean, look, all, in all fairness, Kentucky is Trump country. Dude, man, we were there, man, in um, Georgetown, Kentucky, man. We was running around there, and we were like, "I was, I was uncomfortable." We were the only six black guys. We were going to be received. You feel me? I didn't know. It's 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 a weird thing, right? Because they got like it's Trump country, but also like they they're opening up the state to business, and they recognize that, like you know, to 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 change the economy of the state, yeah, struggling. They have tons of unemployment. They need to open themselves out to business outside of the state. Right. Yep. So we go to Danville and I'm nervous because I've never been in this part of the state and it's way far out of any place I've ever been in Kentucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I was nervous. Right. So we pull up. So we <laughs> got a camera. 
we pull up in the we pull up in the joint and it's like oh damn first of all i thought this was going to be a craft distillery and it's like massive oh wow mm. out. and we get there and we meet the dude uh macaulay who was their barrel program manager and he's like a super cool white boy who's like into yoga and some spiritual shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> Oh. He, made, he made some hippies. No, he did, he, son walked out with Birkenstocks. That's <laughs> like, like Williamsburg in Kentucky. Oh, shit. That's funny. Totally, yeah. different, totally different vibe. Oh, my and, God. Uh, totally different vibe. And they're super cool. And they're obviously down with the Justins because the Justins do business with them. And we show up. Yep. And, you know, I don't know that they knew who we are when we were coming. But, like, we show up and Macaulay was just, like, he was the best. And he had... These these bomb ass these bomb ass picks for us, and we picked. And normally, right? So normally, Pierre and I are like in agreement on what we pick. So yeah. we go. It's like me, and so there's two there's two Justins, two white boy Justins, uh-huh. <laughs> right? So we go and we do the picks. Me and Justin Sloan like one pick. Pierre and Justin Thompson like the other one. Oh, um, now we got to have a pick off. But there's all, and there's four of us, right? And we right. That's what you say. Have a you have an odd number. We always try yeah. to avoid this. We always try to have an odd number of people. So we're like, ah, what are we gonna do? It. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And Justin Sloan, in typical Justin Sloan fashion, he's like, what are we blend them shit. He's like, fuck it. We take them both. My man. Oh wow. That's wow. why he drove the car. <laughs> <laughs> take both barrels of my shit. By the way, he's got a he's got a handgun in the dash. So don't. Mm. <laughs> it's Kentucky oh, wow. dog why wouldn't he have so 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 we go out there we, we end up we picking both barrels and then we're just like yo what should we do so I'm talking to you know I'm talking to Pierre I'm talking to him like what should we do what should we do what should we do we want to do a cool sticker for this what should we do just, you know they don't have any idea and I come back and I'm like yo this is just crazy it's like normally me and Pierre would like agree on what the pick is but in this yep. case like me and one Justin agree and then him and the other Justin agree I was just like, you know what? This is so funny. It's like one white guy and one black guy on one side and one white guy, and one black guy on the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're mixed. Mixed doubles. And so then I was oh. like, all right, it's like mixed. So we're mixed. I was like, so what is mixed? I was like, what does that mean? And we just started talking about it and rapping about it. I was like, yo, man, like mixed doubles because we got two. That's so like, dope. What would that right. be in tennis? I was like, what oh, would that be no. in tennis? What would that be in tennis? And we were like, yo, it's got to be Serena and Andy. So, so oh, wow. when you use that image, did you, have, did you have to ask them for that approval or you just use it because it was like public, <laughs> public <laughs> shit? What image? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love that <laughs> shit. We're <laughs> using all the music we want to on the podcast. Fuck it. What? <laughs> hey, yo, man, I feel like this dude, he's going to come back to me next and be like, yo, so how did you guys come up with the image for Drunk in Love? Do you want to get me soon? Nope. I, I didn't <laughs> even, wait, I lost I lost my audio. What happened? Did, <laughs> did anybody hear that? <laughs> so hold up. Back to the mixed doubles because it gets deeper. It gets deeper. So so I say to Justin, I say to Justin, yo, we want to do this idea of mixed doubles. You know, the it's 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 a you know, obviously it's a play. It's we're from New York, you're from Kentucky. Yep. We're black, you're white, blah, 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 the whole thing. So he's like, yo, I fucking love it, dude. Let's do it. So we do the stickers, we we print them up, we send it to them, right? And the joint goes on sale. And someone from the Kentucky Distillers Association complains. What? Are you serious? Why? 
So in, in, in their total world where people have done Riff Patino and all of these other Riff Patino. With, with with stickers with famous people on them, someone complains about the sticker with Serena Williams and Andy Marion. What sticker? Yeah, this sticker. Exactly. They complain about this sticker and is this okay and are we going to get sued and is it going to be a problem, right? So – in in love and I got love for Wilderness Trail and I always will. Yeah, they go to Wilderness Trail and Macaulay, who 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 uh, runs the barrel program, says to them, "One, we support the message right is of unity, right? It was a yeah. message of people from different places, from different walks of life coming together to work together as a team. We support the message. That's dope. So." We have no issue with this sticker. We are not going to, we we have no grievance. We have no problem. As far as we're concerned, you guys should let this die and keep it pushing. We have no problem. So whatever issue you guys somehow think there is, you need to let it go because we're down with this. And we totally fuck with these guys from Taste of Like Repeat. That's why people should always fuck with Wilderness Trail. Dude, Wilderness Trail now. Oh, yeah. wow. And you know what, Pierre, at the time you and I weren't vibing like that. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta represent my guy, OJ. <laughs> I gotta represent the juice. He's a but hang on, hang on. My other bottle is the taste select repeat new riff single barrel. And Pierre, your name is on this bottle. So my man. All right. One out of two ain't bad. That's funny. <laughs> so, so let me put Pierre on the spot real quick because, I mean, same question. The bottle you're out there trying to hunt because you're in the industry. But I was looking at your Instagram and I saw you had a bottle that I knew nothing about. So I was doing a little research today. Um, the Kavalin, is that right? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh-huh. So, so tell us the bottle you're hunting, hunting for. But first, tell me about that one because it's Taiwanese, right? It is. And if, if you're into single malts, you yeah. Malts. Yeah, I, I think that they're one of the top distilleries in the world right now. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's unfortunate that they're a bit pricey in the states currently. Okay. Yeah. Um, but if you travel, which work had me traveling quite extensively, especially to a lot of the Far East areas, so Hong Kong, um, uh, Shanghai, mm-hmm. Beijing, Singapore. Uh, I've been able to pick up some bottles out there wow. that are about a third of the price of what they are in the States. So, so I've had, how does it compare to Yamazaki? Does it even compare? They're, they're very different. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Yamazaki, uh, and most, most of the Japanese are going to be a lot more floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the Kabbalan are going to be much more, fruit forward. Um, they're very intense. So Kabbalan being in, in Taiwan and being at a, a, a much warmer climate, everything ages much faster. Mm. Huh. Things that would take, you know, several to a dozen years anywhere else in four years, you're getting the equivalent of like 18. Oh my God. Taiwan. Yeah. And when wow. you say pricey, what's pricey? Because these guys got budget. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, they got real budget. No, no, no. I'm talking about y'all. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. They got budget. budget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't have we have stock. 
You can always, if there's something that you want, you can always find, you know, there's always someone who wants it, you know, who's in your friend group that you can trade, you can trade it for. So. That's the oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. So define, nice. define pricey for us, Pierre. Well, I mean, again, that's all relative to, you know, what, what you're, what you're willing to pay and what you're used to paying. But, um, you know, the, 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 the Kavalon, for me, I, I think if you're, if you're paying three X over something that I can get somewhere else, mm-hmm. right. I don't, yeah. I don't care the prices. If it's 30 bucks and you, you want to charge me 90, yeah. I'll tell you you're pricey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes I sense. agree with that. But the, the Kavalon, you know, I can get those in the, the Hong Kong duty-free airport for 200. Uh, versus, that's not bad. That's not bad. Versus in the States for six. Yeah. I got you. Then that's a, that's a steal. That's yes. a steal. Yeah. 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 Wow. He said that. He said that easy too. Just two hundred. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, right. that's, "That's not no, no." So, so the final joint is so OJ that Parker you're looking for that Parker Heritage is on the shelf over there at your man spot that y'all about to crack later. So we started this hashtag. You seen it on Instagram? You know what does bourbon sound like? You know we said it's got a nose. Of course, it's got the palate. But what do you get on the ear with that Parker Heritage that you're looking for? Well, I don't know because I haven't had that one yet. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so I get the sound of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking right now. You got that Milli Vanilli. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so what you cracking right now? That what you drinking right that now? Lip sync. Yeah, I'm, that's funny. What I'm drinking right now is uh, Elijah Craig 18. Um, oh yeah, I've seen that. Uh, which is one of my favorites. I'm a big Elijah Craig fan, and my my all time favorite just. Um, Personally, was the Elijah Craig Twelve and the yeah. you know red and the in the stubby bottle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, so in the Elijah Craig Eighteen, I, I kind of ended up started purchasing off of my love of Elijah Craig Twelve. Elijah Craig Eighteen is the one I always call. That's my tax prep bourbon. That's the bourbon I drink when I'm doing my taxes. You <laughs> <laughs> know, it's nice and easy, and it's like good for when you're smacking yourself in the head. Like, what happened this year? <laughs> I'm drinking the Elijah Craig Eighteen right now, and this one on the ear. I'm getting, I'm going to go with um, LL Cool J. Uh-oh. Um, backseat of my Jeep. What? <laughs> Classic. Backseat of my Jeep. Let's nice. go. Nice. So, I used dope. to love that oh track, God. man. So, I, that's a great ear right there. And Cool J been in the game for a minute, so that fits, yes, sir. That fits perfectly. And LL, and LL is from where? I know he's in New York, Cat. He's from but- Queens. Is he from Queens? Oh, yeah. Hollis, I was raised Hollis, down. Hollis, Queens. Hollis, Queens. That's right. Yeah, so a yeah. Harlem guy getting a Queens rapper. What's up with that, man? All those great Harlem rappers, Mace and them, it's Cameron. <laughs> I can get another bottle. We could do another one, too. <laughs> we could do, do a big L on the ear, too. Just... He's definitely coming back on the show. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Big L. Yes. Pierre, what you sipping on? What you get on the air on yours, John? Uh, right now, I'm sipping on one of... OJ's original, so it's OG, uh, so Maker's Mark. Ooh. Oh, nice. This is actually a, uh, a barrel select from a local bar in New York City called Copper and Oak. Okay. Yeah, okay. And it's really damn delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I was going to say, you know, anytime I'm, I'm drinking, like the first thing that comes to my ear is drink away the pain. <laughs> is that a song? Yeah, it's a song. Yeah. Who, all right, so put yeah, put us on. Put me on. I'm not familiar. Who is that? Mob Deep. Mob Deep. What? I, I, I missed that, that one. I, I got to look, look that, that one. one. I missed that one. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I got mute my joint. 
<laughs> Mob Deep, Drink Away the Pain. All right, I have never heard this track. Or maybe I have, and I just don't know the name. Yeah, know the name of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's probably just the title that throws you off, but it's it's, so, it's a classic for me. But, and, you know, I, I, I figured I should have said something from Tribe since you're going to say I'm from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do we do love Tribe, too, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tribe's one of my favorites. That would have been dope. You got yeah. it? You, you got it, Ant? You got it? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Well, thanks for putting us on the new music. I mean, we probably heard. Have you heard it before, Ant? I heard the beat, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you know, a lot of time when you hear hip hop, you don't you don't listen to the name of the joints. Yeah. Like for real, everybody been talking about DMX, talking about y'all gonna make me lose my mind, and that joint is called Party Up. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you know, so a title, what's that? You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Fact. So that was like the lightning round. So now we're gonna talk about the concept. So for the listeners out there who like like I had no idea about the concept of what you guys are doing until Devil put me on, and then doing some research. Um, reading about you guys, listen to other podcasts you're on. Tell the people out there about the concept of taste, select, repeat, and you know how it all started. Okay, so you must have uh, been reading that recent interview on us on uh, in Bourbon Plus, huh? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, that's the that's the. You know, it's hard. I mean, let's be honest. It's hard. It's hard to find it. Guy, he's just a friend. He's just a friend. Yeah. No, it was a dope article. And I no. was like, when I read it, I was like, that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Because the biggest thing in economics is supply and demand, right? You saw a gap that needed to be filled. And I mean, you guys hit that joint hard, right? So, it, I mean... After this, I don't know how many people listen because we're always amazed that people even listen to this podcast. You know what I mean? Just the way we came out. But I envision like when people hear this, they're going to hit your website. You're going to have more people joining. What was it like? How did it start? Was it just you guys sitting around like us drinking bourbon in Kentucky saying, hey, we should start a podcast? You were like, yo, let's do this. <laughs> we we appreciate you all for that. And, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, listening to y'all's podcast, it just struck me how how similar the scenarios are and like what made you guys want to do what you do and mm-hmm, right. what made us want to do what we do. Yeah. So, so Pierre and I met literally in a, in a liquor store. Oh, wow. Guy, Sean, Sean's liquor store. Yeah. And we had a both on our own disparately, right. Um, you know, two, two black guys into whiskey into spirits. Um, been out to, you know, searched out for camaraderie in the space and went to a, you know, went to a, events and different stuff and found just in our area that um, it was just really homogenous and, you know, a lot of white guys, a lot of white guys of a specific age, you know, yes. particular. and it was just, it was, it was just weird, you know? So even though like you would go to these places and, and meet these people and they were cool it was like, yo, there's no women here. And right, right. Like, there's no people of color. And yeah. dot, dot, dot. so I'm not knocking them because, you know, people just do what they know. Right. I just, you know, I thought individually on my side, wow, I think there's a, you know, we live in New York City, which is a super diverse town. And right. There are more people that are probably like me out there and they just don't know you know, where to go, what to look for. And so that's what I was always thinking about in the back of my head. Like, what if we could just do something that was in the, in the whiskey spirit space that was more inclusive? So I had no idea, you know, that it was ultimately going to be a liquor store and we we're going to revamp it. Mm-hmm. So I started doing barrel picks until Pierre and I kind of put our heads together on it. 
but I knew that once we got a kind of a foothold into it and we were doing barrel picks on a regular basis, yeah. like I started to send it to my people and people were like, Oh yeah, I drink whiskey. Like, Oh, I fuck with bourbon, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? Like there's a whole other market of people out here who are looking for the same kind of thing that we're looking for. Right. Right. There's a whole other market of people out there who are looking for a podcast about spirits that explains it to them in a different way. Like it's mind blowing to me, the whole what's on the ear thing that you guys did. That's mind blowing. The guys from bourbon pursuit and Blake from bourboner. And I could keep going on and on and on. They would have never thought of that. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, you know what we do. We always take something. We got to put some adobo on it. Right. Exactly. 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 You know, we got together, you know, when we first met and, um, you know, we, um, you know, we hung out and we w- were doing some stuff with my guys, with Sean, who ran this liquor store. We started talking about being interested in doing different stuff, not just going to a place and doing barrel picks, but like blending barrels or finishing barrels or whatever. And when I brought it up to the guy we were doing barrel picks with, um, he just couldn't do it because floor space was an issue for him and doing craft distilleries was going to be really hard for him, right? He really could only afford to do the big distilleries. Yeah, right. So Pierre and I started getting really interested in like, oh, I don't want to just go to Four Roses and do a barrel pick. I want to go someplace where like they're going to let us, you know, blend the barrels or do whatever. And so we started talking about that. And then I, you know, as we started to formulate what we thought this could be, we also started to formulate what it would mean if we started doing, you know, events or who we would, market to and i was like look you know we're not the only two we're not unicorns out here right <laughs> right not too happy man winkle 23 sitting on a shelf <laughs> you know, where, where there's a bunch of people out there like us who are looking for a similar thing a similar experience which is you know uh, more people of color you know a balance in gender and we should try to focus our efforts on that and so um that was kind of like the first idea. And so then we ended up deciding we wanted to get a liquor license and it, it kind of moved on from there of uh, taking the people who had been buying barrel picks from us through the liquor store. And then also expanding that into, you know, a, a wider group of people that we thought would be interesting who were looking for something interesting, you know, yeah. new spirits. Yeah. So um, I don't want to monopolize this with my questions because I have quite a few. I'm going to ask one more question. I got I got a question for Pierre and then I'm going to tap out and let you brothers get in because yes, I don't want to I don't want to be the one just driving this boat. OK, yeah, so, good. so Pierre, as um, you know, as OJ said, with this vision, you guys kind of I'm sure you developed it together, but you see things through a different lens. And, and where I'm going is so a lot of times Delvin will have us take photos to put on the website for the Instagram, you know, like the bottles. He's like, try to make them look sexy and whatnot. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's kind of a hard thing to do. But from your optics, I mean, you know, your vision when you're taking photos and I'm just assuming here because I have no idea how you do it, man. I can't even get the whole the triangle down with the ISO and the, the aperture and all that. Feel me? So what I'm saying is when you capture stuff through your lens, like when you guys are going out, when you're going on the tastings, are you recording all this stuff, you know, um, in, in photography and, and down the pipe? Is there going to be something come out like merch, like a calendar, a book, like, you know what I'm saying? This is TSR's look at the bourbon world, you know, something from that lens. 
Wait a second. Did you get a, did you get a look at our playbook? What happened there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking, because a dude sent me an email today. We had, yeah. we had our brother from John's Lonely Podcast on. Uh, a couple weeks ago and he said yo you guys should do a hashtag bourbon sounds like playlist you know what i mean and i was like you know a lot of times people can see a vision you never even thought of and that means your movement is moving in that direction so just curious about your ideas from capturing it from that standpoint. hang on hang on a second pierre by the way so you asked is he is he taking a look at your playbook that brother is in new england right now come on come on hashtag spygate Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta let stuff go, bro. That ball didn't have any air in it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny, you know. OJ and I kind of have have a different version of how we met. Anytime we talk about it, yeah, because of one way I tell it slightly different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very first time that we met in our friend Sean's shop, OJ didn't have a clue who I was. <laughs> They were, they were just dropping their, you know, their newest barrel pick. And I was just like, yo, you guys should get some dope photos and put them on Instagram. And OJ just looked at me. He's like, who the heck's this guy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is marketing. This is facts. Yeah, this is facts. I was like, yo, who's this Who's this fanboy over here? Fanboy. Fast forward a couple days later, you know, I, I bought that barrel pick from Sean. I went out, took some pictures, sent them back to Sean. Sean shared them with OJ. OJ's like, yo, 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 we need to get this guy back. (laughs) (laughs) Bring him back in. (laughs) Um, But yeah, listen, I I mean, quite honestly, um, I I just enjoy certain things, you know. I I enjoy whiskey. I enjoy photography. um, And and I'm fortunate to have the opportunity to combine the two Mm -hmm. um, and have it, you know, <clears throat> used for for something like our business so I'm, I'm happy to do that and i i enjoy every opportunity that i get to take pictures um and express my artistic side of you know photography for, for the record for the record our pictures on our instagram are trash compared to yours yeah Just yeah, yeah. i mean that's not even in the same ballpark and, and what's crazy is you know i was looking at i was looking at your page and i was just looking at some of your posts i mean amazing photography man so you 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 actually have real talent Thank you. um and and so what's crazy is that you know i saw a post where you said that people were like stealing your pictures and and using it to scam people by saying they actually had the bottles yeah. so how crazy is that is that a compliment I, I, I suppose you could look at it that way. <laughs> um, I, I think it's an unfortunate circumstance of the society that we live in, but you know, there's, there's definitely people out there that are going to try and scam other people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can, I can sit here and say, I wish it wasn't with my photos, but regardless if it is like, I'm happy to call them out and, you know, try and warn some people to be like, Hey, just beware. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, when it's not my pictures, I don't know about it. And other people are getting scammed on other people's pictures. So crazy. You know, it's 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 kind of a double edged sword, I suppose. Right. Yeah. So, here is the full on influencer. Yo. He's a social media influencer. This guy. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Very Bring nice. Kylie Jenner over there. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> That's, that was that was a terrible reference, though. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> so, so you guys had yeah. um, like when we talked to Duke and Dame. Do you you want to get in on this, Bill? Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm all about the process on how you guys do right. you know do your thing. So, you know, you know, kind of walk me through how you guys you know select your barrels and how that whole process you know kind of comes about. 
Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it, you know the, the interesting thing about that when you know once OJ like saw that I had some 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 clout to add with my photo game, right? I was just like, oh, you should come come do a pick with us, you know, you yeah. know, based on my kind of feedback for from some of the stuff that was happening at no, that, it was, that it was after shop. we linked up at at uh, Copper Note. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that too, but yeah. but, but, but you know, my my point being yeah. like. If if I have something, I'm not going to hold back. I'm I'm not going to say it's good just to say it's good because right. you know, it's a name um, or it's a brand or whatever. Um, I'll, I'll offer my opinion, and it, it may not always be the popular opinion. Right, um, but it's going to be my opinion no matter what. And you know, for the most part, like whatever we've gotten and tasted stuff, OJ and I are pretty pretty on point. There's very very few exceptions where we differ mm-hmm. and if we differ it's usually not by a lot right um but i i think that we have you know a a, a very good method of, of just going through and and tasting through samples in, in a way that you know allows us to express what we want and listen i i i am very far from you know i I'm very far from being able to describe in detail the way that some sommeliers or you know, exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. We're the same. Yeah. But I, I can tell you what I like and don't like about it. And, you know, it may not be as elegant, but it, it's going to get us to a point mm-hmm. to say like, you know, this is why I think we should pick these. Right. Okay. And, you know, when the, the way that we go through it um, and, and, and OJ is really great about, you know, setting us up for, you know, being able to pick something uh, succinctly without mm-hmm. having to try and, you know, go back several times to figure out things. You know, we'll, 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 we'll go through samples. We'll, we'll find a, a couple that we really enjoy. Right. And then blind them again, you know, and, 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 and quite honestly, that, that process of going through and, and taking out what you've already learned about the samples and starting fresh mm-hmm. allows you to taste things you may not have tasted the first time. Right. Um, and, you know, probably can't say this enough, but having an odd number of people tasting is yeah. the key. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. Good. so Pierre, Pierre is being humble over here. He's trying to be all this humble guy. Yeah. Like his knowledge level is not through the roof. Okay. So I just want to alert y'all to that right now. Don't believe what you're talking about. Okay. No, no, I know. I know. His, his knowledge He's level a modest is very, guy. His knowledge level is very high across whiskey, across spirits of, 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 around the world, in particular, all world whiskey. So me, I like American whiskey. I don't really love a single malt, a Japanese, like there's a bunch of stuff outside of American whiskey, outside of bourbon and rye that I'm, I'm not, I don't really, I'm still a novice at, but right. there's other things, you know, mezcals, tequilas, other things that I also gin, I also like, but his knowledge level in whiskey is second to none of all the people that I've picked with or like been around. So like, don't let him spin this tale. Like, Oh, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, well, what, what happens when you guys disagree though? Yeah. How, yeah. How like, yeah, yeah. You have the tie break come up. Look over your right shoulder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, here's a, so we will, we'll we, we definitely disagree, but uh, a lot of times we, we are in agreement about like what's best. I think we just come at it from, from different angles. So for me, I'm like, um, my nose is really sensitive. And so sometimes even things that like other people, like um, they're like, it's sometimes 
powerful smells are off-putting to me, even if they're good, powerful smells. Right. Right. So, something that uh, what was like so the the new riff, for instance. Yeah. We went to New Riff. We we had three samples. We'd been there before. We we know those people. They're our friends. Mm-hmm. We know that they're always going to lay out good barrels for us to pick, which is the importance of going to the place and shaking the hands and kissing the babies. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just about to ask about that. How you guys you know, get there? The one that we picked when I smelled it, man, it was like so overpowering to me of like buttermilk of, or like a wow, uh, like a like a, a taste that a smell that you would associate with like uh, sour cream or yogurt. Like it was just really big in my face. And so it was off putting to me. Right. Back, it was us and our other homeboy, Brian Sand. And they loved it. They were like, it's off profile, whatever. And I was like, yo, it's just hitting me in a weird way. I don't know. But they really loved it. And um, so two to one, I trust them. And we ended up going with that one, even though there, that wasn't the one that, that I wanted. Um, but, you know, it was uh, so that is a, a, a total example of, uh, you know, one of those those scenarios where like we just come at it differently. And also like, you know, Pierre has a wide, I think, a, a wide knowledge of, of whiskey and and can really describe uh, flavor profiles and he understands mash bills and he does a lot of research and I'm more like a, an experienced drinker. So like things will remind me of a certain experience and I'll gravitate to that because of yeah. it, you know, and I also have a short memory. So <laughs> things in front of me blind and you told me one's a Weller, one's a this, one's a that, which is, which is which I would probably taste them and not be able to tell you the difference. But if, if one room, if I'd had one before and it reminded me of a good experience I'd had before, my mind will pick up on that and be like, you like that one because of X, you know? Oh, nice. Ah, ah, so, oh, nice. So things like that are like trigger me in the way that I try things. And um, so we come together kind of in the middle. And in most cases, we actually do end up agreeing on, on our, our order. <clears throat> like our number one, we're usually in agreement on what's number one. And then the rest it's TBD. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So, yeah. so how does it, how's that bottle? Like if, did you know that new riff now after it's been bottled and you've got the product, did you check it again? You know, and is it the same, the, the same nosing from before that you got when you initially nosed the barrel? Um, I mean, I think it's, a, it's a great bourbon period. Right. Um, but I, it's, it's something like, you know, you have to be um, mindful of your, you know, your, your strengths and your flaws, right? And so mm-hmm. sometimes even if you have a strength or something, like in my case, like I think I do have a, a, a no strength, you, you have to recognize that sometimes it doesn't hit, you know, like you, I have to be able to distinguish sometimes when something is overpowering to me that for other people, it's not overpowering. Right. right. You know, so now when I smell it, like I am when I, you know, something like in this particular one, I'm really smart about like, okay, I'm going to pour it. I'm going to let it sit for 10, 15 minutes. Let right. Let it air out a little bit. Air out, come back to it. Maybe I'll try it once. I'll try it with a drop of water. I like to go back to stuff. I'll go back to my, my, my tasting book and refer to my notes and, um, and go through all that stuff. But that I love, yeah. I love new riff and I actually love that bourbon and I'm happy that they talked me out of, <laughs> I, was to talk, I was trying to talk them into another one. Yeah. Now, you know what? This is stupid. Majority rules. You and Brian, the other yeah. guy who's bringing one up, just, like this one, let's do that one. Like, this is dumb of me to try to tell you we should do something else. But it's right. too, you know, this, this was, this was one of the, one of the only picks that I was, I was already thinking forward to what to do with it once it's bottled. Okay. 
I, I was getting a ton of like marshmallow flavor Ooh. On, on, on the, on the palate with this one. I'm just like, you know, Angostura's coming out with that chocolate bitters. We could, we could try and make some kind of s'mores cocktail with this and it'd be dope. Right. Sounds, sounds awesome. Oh, that's, oh. Yo, I'm <clears throat> telling you that the new riff is dope. I mean, it's got, oh, yeah. great, it's got great flavor. As you can see, it, I had a sample and it's all, it is already gone. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. It's only like 102 proof, right? It's only like- right. It's very My favorite radio station growing up, I was telling these guys. But yeah, that is, that is it has big flavor. I am still drinking, though, the, uh, the Wilderness Trails because, I mean, the, the, the profile on that one... I mean, I'm, I don't know what the other one tastes like, but this one, o, OJ, yeah. but, but I do have a follow-up question for you on your process. So like, so give me, give us an idea, like you're going through and you're tasting these barrels for a pick. How, how many barrels do you actually have to go through to find the one you want? So each distillery has a different, when you're doing barrel picks, each distillery has a different program. And the program will be set up to offer you a certain amount of selections, right? So new riff before COVID was always, you, you, you pick five from a menu where they have tasting notes um, from the master, from the distillers Uh, Four roses, for instance, it's always seven barrels. They don't tell you what it is, what the recipe is. It's seven barrels. Oh, wow. You pick one, you know, um, you know, and then other places, depending, like, you know, uh, Wilderness Trail is really different. Like, they have a whole different vibe, and they're really, like, the homies, and they're cool. And so they set it up like it's, you know, wine and cheese style. Uh, <laughs> they literally bring out, like, you know, Macaulay comes out, and he's like, I went and got you, like, the five best barrels that I can think about. And then you go, <laughs> you know, like, but, like, most play- distilleries, when you go to them, they have a set amount that they're going to offer you. If you're cool with them um then it, then they'll bring you extra so like hill rock the hill rock people who are up here in new york we went there to go pick a bourbon and we ended up picking a single malt and a rye yeah i saw oh, that wow because wow. because kathy who was the co-owner was like i want you to taste this i want you to taste that i want you to try blah 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 blah, blah. the next thing you know we were like we're doing the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> You should be over here instead of over here. So, so that is, um, so most places kind of lay the framework for what you're going to do. I think for me, the important thing um, is going to the distillery and actually doing it. Like whenever people say to us, do you want us to send you samples or do you want to come here? Right. We're always like, we want to, we want to come to you. Yeah. And um, I think that usually works out in our favor for multiple reasons. On the one hand, it's kind of like going behind enemy lines in a, in a different way because of, you know, the, what the world is. But on the other hand, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're different, right? We're men of color Mm -hmm. and aren't used to seeing us in these, in these, in these places. And so going there, like being present and being, you know, our slogan on our emails, if you get them is make friends wherever you go. Like, want to show up and be like, Hey, what's up? We're into this. We're serious. Like we do this. We want to meet you. We want to know who you are. We want to like learn the process. We want to take the tour. We want to do the whole thing and like get all the information. And we're not just here like, you know, on a party bus, you know, for right. like yeah. we're actually here as whiskey connoisseurs to pick a whiskey to deliver to pe- people are counting on us to deliver to them something that's better than what they've had. 
Right. Wow. Right. And I, and it's funny. That's like that's how we got into this whole bourbon thing. We said it the the onset that we're here to learn. Right. We don't know it all. And and I mean, just talking to you guys, learning more. You know what I mean. And just like those distillers who are creating this product for our enjoyment, you guys are going out there and picking a product for us to enjoy as well. You know, the people who are buying from your liquor store. You know what I mean? To me, that's dope. But like before you guys came on, we were talking about this Wilderness Trail and it's a weeded bourbon. But as Delvin read the mash bill to us, there's like no wheat in that mash bill. So we want the question about the sweet, the sweet mash bill. So this one is right the the one that he the one that he's drinking right these are like high rye bourbons yeah yeah so if you flip it on the side right a high rye bourbon just means that it's going to have a bourbon mash bill but with a significant percentage of rye in it okay right so it's going to still be fifty one percent corn right at least and then instead you know then the rest could be whatever you want you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dirt could be snails I mean got to be some grape. <laughs> <laughs> But in this case, the high rye bourbon means there's a high percentage of, of rye, and then there's going to be, uh, you know, in this case, there's going to be barley, obviously. You know, in most cases, you're going to have barley in there. Yeah. Um, so this one is does not have any, is not one of their weeded recipes. It's a it's a high rye bourbon. Okay. Yeah. And, and the sweet mash, though. So, like, we see yeah. sour mash. We see sweet mash. I mean, the plug tried to explain this to me once before, but, you know, I'm a jock and I'm not that bright. So, you know. what? Also a financial analyst. Uh, financial planner, but you know, yeah. <laughs> we, we, he does we what he does. <laughs> so, so straight cash, straight cash, straight cash. So explain like the, the sweet mash versus sour mash. What does all that mean for our listener? So that, that's basically depicting the way in which they distill. So the, the sour mash, they're, they're basically leaving some of the mash in there right. to restart the next production cycle, whereas, uh, 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 sorry, sour mash, they're leaving something in there. On the sweet mash, they're actually clearing it out and starting fresh, brand new. Um, And listen, if you go to Wilderness Trail, they they can tell you about this way more. Like, you know, uh, those guys that started that, they are legit doctors. And they, 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 they they can tell you, like, and I was just there and I, you know, went through the tour and we went into the lab and it's just, it's amazing. Um, but more or less with the, with a sweet mash, which is clearing it out and starting fresh, there's a higher likelihood of bacteria getting into your um, machinery and the, and the vatting process and, and, distilling process which we know bacteria isn't good i mean right bacteria, bacteria and viruses are why we're, we're, we're doing this why we're all locked in right now <laughs> that's why we're doing this by zoom right now facts yeah. um, but yeah i mean ba- basically it's it's a it's a tougher way to make it so you, you know if you see a, a being done with sweet mash um it's a much tougher way to create your product um, and there's much more risk involved, but if you know what you're doing, right. like those guys at Wilderness Trail, it can come out amazing. And yeah. and by the way, yeah, I, I, I mean that was really good. That was a, that was a great description. I'm going to put it in terms that our listeners can understand. So 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 that sour mash is that that old grease your mama got on the stove. <laughs> you know, she fried a fish in the old grease. That's that sour mash. 
when she crack open a new bottle of Crisco, that's sweet mash. Is that is that on point? That's pretty on point. Or uh, to, to, let me let me let me give you one. Maybe like um, I feel like you need to go. Charles, you stupid. You stupid. It's like it's like the it's like the iron skillet, right? Like the um, you know, you get the, like the the skillet pan that you. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the cast iron skillet. Water, right? So the idea of the sour mash, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Pierre. Is if you're trying to if you want to have a uniform flavor over time, then it's beneficial to to not fully drain your equipment when you when you when you put all the liquid in your fermenting, right? Because then you always have something that tastes like the last batch, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So you're adding something on top of the last batch. So if you know if you're in the big the big scale whiskey business and you it's important to you to have everything tasting you know every batch tastes the same then you go with a sour, you go with a sour mash technique. It's the same scenario as like why, like any McDonald's you go to, the fries taste the same, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like that's, you know, the, the, the idea is they want it to always be the same. Yeah. So a sour mash, it's easier. It makes it easier to replicate that flavor profile you've already created because you always have a remnant from something you've already distilled that's based on that flavor profile. So you're saying McDonald's use old grease? Is that what you're trying to say I'm over there? They, they, they use really, old fries. You know, I'm saying they always they maybe drain the grease a little bit. <laughs> always old. They don't completely clean it, huh? McDonald's, that was OJ Lima. Do you call black and brown? We don't want to hear from you, period. <laughs> so, so the first, so you said the first barrel pick you guys picked was, was the DIY, right? Um, so what is that, what is that, how that relationship with the distillers start? Was it from that? And then you just reached out to other people or, you know, these bottles went well and they were like, okay, these guys are serious. I'll, I'll break this down to you really quickly. So in New York, the laws are such that you're not supposed to put the stickers, you know, the tater stickers on the bottle. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when I, when I did my first pick with Sean, the guy we were talking about earlier from 58 Wine and Liquor, mm-hmm. who He's a great guy and you guys should check him out because he's always got great picks and he's got a great selection of stuff. Um, we, we, we did these, we did these stickers. We did these stickers. I, he wanted to do a sticker and I was like, look, I come from media. I'll do the sticker. I'll help you with the social media. Yeah. And right. we found out we couldn't put it on the bottle. Oh, cause he was like, the state's going to come down on me. They're going to come after me. So I came up with this idea. Oh, we'll just call it, do it yourself. We'll take the sticker. We'll put it in a, we'll put it in a little envelope. Dope. We'll information about what the sticker means in and then we'll hang it on the bottle we'll make it look hot yeah tell it people will get it and they'll put it on, on themselves at home they'll have to do it themselves that's fire put a little box in there so they can sign it so it becomes not just oh it's one bottle of 150 it's one of one because it's the only one with your signature on it oh very nice wow hey, what, what was the problem they had with the stickers though i don't understand that what was the problem the, the state law prevents you from putting additional stuff on the bottle because then it becomes a, a new product and if it's a new product you need to register it with the it's state. gotta be approved delvin can i just can, everyone's gotta get their money right i don't ever read uh, your homework you never read your homework dog this was part yeah. of the homework no, no, no. That was a question for our fans. I know. I'm asking for our audience. Oh, okay, okay. Just checking. Wow. Uh, never wow. read your homework. <laughs> That's <laughs> off. Default, default excuse. In- yeah, interviewing exactly. 101. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do his homework. so that's how I came up with the idea was basically to get around the law in New York. Little yeah. did I know that people were going to gravitate. I mean, I thought it was cool and it was a great idea. People gravitate. Fantastic idea. And, and they got into it. And so we did a bunch of those with, with Sean. Um, 
and that's how we got into the sticker tater game. And then when we did the the um, the uh, the whistle pig bottle was the one that people went bananas over because literally I worked with a professional designer and we made a die cut sticker that fit the bottle. So it's uh, uh, instead of having a square sticker that was like slapped on and looked stupid, I was like, nah, this sticker is going to fit on with the label. It's going to look dope when you photograph. It. It's going to be crazy. And yeah. Saw that they went they went bananas over it, and that's when the DIY stuff took off. And so oh. all the picks that we did that were going to re- be released in New York, we um, with Sean with Fifty Eight Wine, we called them DIY Do It Yourself, and it was one, two to you know we went to ten. Yeah, and that was the last one we did with him. The Russells, the the Russells pick. Oh, nice, very nice. So are any of those bottles out there? You know, like hiding anywhere? So we just did Retrovember on the site. Uh-huh. Okay, and that was just really more like a out with the old and with the new. So you know, previously we had done our bell picks with other. We'd done some with Sealbox. We did them with Fifty Eight Wine, and um, they were successful. House but of Bourbon, House of Bourbon, Justin's House of Bourbon. You have that one. But when we decided to pursue our own liquor license, so that we could do the stuff we want to do, um, you know. We uh, we had some uh, a small quantity of of those old ones laying around. So for November, we did a thing on the on, on the in the in the store called Retrovember, which was every Monday we dropped old DIY picks, and they were literally like you know, maybe a case of each one, and like it was like the sneakers app, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> site. Like we would look at the you know I look at the site, we would we get ready to drop them. It's like. Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The bottles are going up. Oh, wow. And so we dropped DIY 2, DIY 3, um, 4, 5, uh, 6, 7, and 9. And the ones in particular that you would have loved was 4 and 7, which were the weeded bourbons from Finger Lakes here, which beat the Wellers in a blind. All what? The bottles when we, yeah, yeah, you know. I heard about those. Yeah, those were insane. So all of those bottles, they went on sale on Monday at 3 p.m. and they were sold out at Monday at 3.02 p.m. Oh, but damn. Have, have you have you guys ever seen any of your bottles on secondary? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? And how Crazy. do you feel? How do you feel about that? I mean, is yeah. that like, again, I'll go back. Is it a compliment or are you kind of pissed off? Both. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Yeah. So we have some people who will complain. So part of the... Part of the thing we also did with the new liquor stores, we wanted to figure out how we get around the reseller issue. Yeah, right. It got it started getting to a point where people were going into the liquor stores and buying them a case at a time and then reselling them. You know, so we would do a Four Roses pick, which you could buy at at, at Fifty Eight Wine for a hundred bucks, right, roughly, and people were reselling them for like three hundred, three fifty. That's just what? foul, man. That's foul, dude. Oh wow. I mean, so on the one hand, we're like, oh wow, like maybe it's time to negotiate that new contract. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, you have people who've been riding with us, for instance, before it was exactly. Day. How do you take care of those three people who were pissed off that they couldn't get a bottle? Right. Yeah. So part of the thing we talked about when we started the new site was creating a a club that was exclusive, but not you know, but not not dickish. I don't know a better way to explain it, so that we could make sure we took care of all of that people who had always supported us had an opportunity to purchase the bottles first. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we recognize that if you ran a brick and mortar, um, that it's hard to do that, but we run an e our store is all our, our whole operation is e-commerce. 
And so there's a reason why when you sign up on the site, we ask you all those questions. Right. Because, right. Yeah. because basically we're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, check your, check your credit and make sure you are who you are. By the way, I put my blood type in wrong. Just FYI, if you want to fix it. <laughs> yeah. You got the antibodies. You got the antibodies. It's like, yo, why is he asking me this? Well, everything, yeah. So we literally screen people. We don't charge people. Like there's a bunch of other clubs where they say like, oh, we have a Patreon thing and you pay $10 a month and then and right. bucks, you get an opportunity to buy it. We don't want to charge anyone for, for stuff they can't get. Right. We just want to make sure that if you are coming to the site to buy the stuff that you have honest intentions, that you're going to open it, you're going to drink it, you're going to share it with friends. You're going to enjoy it. Nice. That's you know? it so in order to do that, you've got to answer some questions. And then we look at that stuff and we go on your Instagram and we see what you're doing and are you selling and are you doing this? And if you're doing something that seems nefarious to you, then we won't admit you. That's oh, cool. nice. If you've legitimately been referred by someone who has purchased bottles from us and has been down from day one, we're going to skip you over the waiting list. You know, and, and, and that's the way we look at it. We're just trying to prevent the scenario that we've had in the past of people who deserved an opportunity to get the bottles who couldn't get the bottles because flippers were buying them and flipping them. Yeah, right. That's dope. So you guys are always been econ. Like, did you, at the beginning, did you, you did um, some small in-person tastings and stuff like that, right? Is that something you still do now or are you just totally econ? But of course, because of coronavirus is why I'm asking. COVID. Yeah. How, if you're still doing that, how have you kind of adjusted or is it all just off until outside is open back up? I'm going to hit this or should I hit uh, go ahead. Right. So, so, so the brands, so the brands like us because we and y'all, um, right time, right place, right time. We are the um, new face of the whiskey industry. Yeah, right. At, like if you look, um, there was a there was a really good article in New York Times. I think it was last year, and it was it was a, a lot of it featured um, Samara Rivers, who does Black Bourbon Society. Yes, but the bigger point was that it, it, it looked at the percentages of new consumers in the market, right? And so new consumers in the, in the, in the American whiskey market are um, predominantly of color, um, in particular um, Latin, Latinx, and then black, and then also women, right? Huge, oh. huge. So um, we had been doing events. Like we did a Michter's event. We did a Whistlepig event. Uh, we, we did some other ones I'm, I'm blazing on right now. But you're dealing with companies that are in locations that have staffs that don't know how to, like, they just don't know how to talk to people of color. Right? Oh yeah. 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 We, we understand that. Yeah. I'm not saying it as a diss. I'm just saying it in that. No. Like, right. These companies have are only now on the cusp of realizing that they need to diversify their workforce in order to move forward. Yep. So they recognize that they don't know who we are or how to talk to us. Right. And so when they, you know, a lot of times they'll come to us or we'll come to them and say, we want to do a thing. And they're really interested because they're like, oh, we know who you guys represent. Like you have a broad following, mm -hmm. uh, upwardly mobile, people of color, you know, you know, a lot of women as well. And you guys are already speaking to that audience. And so if you could help us with our voice and our message, like we're down for that. And you know. so we're down to we're down to do that, but there's a price for that. There's a price. Right, right. It's not free. Tax for that is lining barrels up. <laughs> 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 so like come so we can come pick these good barrels. 
Yeah, I think we talk about diversity and inclusion a lot in in the podcast, and yeah, when we have those to, when we, we have those brands on, like when we had Old Elk on, and then we're we're talking to some other distillers in the future. That's one thing we kind of hold their feet to the fire on because we're kind of serious about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know, it's it's the typical stuff. It's the typical financial economic stuff, which is that a lot of companies don't realize how much money they're leaving on the table because. They haven't diversified their workforce and they haven't figured out a way to speak to their, their entire consumer base. True. Right. And, and so they come, you know, they'll come to us and ask us our opinion about what we should do. And, and, and my particular explanation to them is you're not going to start us. You're not going to start us. Right. Bottom shelf spirit. Right. Like we don't do that. We don't buy Jordans and then go buy $15 bottles of, 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 of. <laughs> so if you if you want um, to 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 market to people who like what we do, what Taste Select Repeat does, your best option is is the barrel pick because the barrel pick is going to be between a B and an A plus of mm-hmm. your product, right? Representation of your product. Right. There are the people who are down with us will taste that and then make a decision when they go to the liquor store. All right. Do I also want to try their everyday drinker? Do I want to try their cocktail mixer? Do I want to try whatever? But if you try to start them with your low shelf, you know, your bottom shelf junk stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's, it's, it's just a disconnect in terms yeah, of. Yeah. You think like, you know, they will never get the taste profile of some of their, you know, their, 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 their nice stuff. That's not the way to go. That's right. not the way to go. And so right. that's what we say to them is like, look, we know what we're doing. We have a, a, a good, you know, nose taste profile for picking good stuff. There's right. good stuff available to us when we bring it to people and they like it. They're going to go to the liquor store on their own and be like, oh, you know what? Okay. You know, four roses. Let me get the eight. Let me get the yellow label 80 proof. Let me try the small batch. Let me try the single barrel. Oh, maybe I want to plus up and try to get the allocated you know, small batch, limited edition release, mm-hmm. that's where they go. But you're not going to get to them by by starting at the bottom. That's just not how it works. Right. But we're Excellent. just, you know, a, a semi-fortunate position in that regard to have an understanding of what our market and what our, what our members like. And um, we're able to impart that to the distilleries. And the benefit is we can then bring that back to the people to, you know, get really excellent bottles of whiskey. Nice. You know, it's funny. Also, to that point, I feel like the current climate and conditions have made it much more acceptable to be sending samples out to people um, and doing drinks over Zoom. Like we yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I have a group of friends that we usually meet up every year, you know, once or twice in Vegas, get together, we drink, we game. You know, we hang out by the pool, whatever, um, and we, we can't do that this year, but we can still connect. Um, and I, I've been finding myself buying more and more of these yep. <laughs> Boston rounds and, and sending out samples. And I'm, I'm up to now, I, I have a, a giant box back here full of samples that I just filled up last night that I'm going to be sending out to my friends. You know, it was like a holiday you know, here's some samples that I picked and, you know, you got for, my address, Pierre. Yeah, we'll, 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 
Hit me in the DMs. Yeah, we I got you. What about the samples, girl? Yeah, dog. <laughs> but, but for me, like I, 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 I relish the opportunity to be able to do that for my friends. You know, like right. like, like you guys kind of mentioned, like we're in a fortunate position where we're getting the opportunity to sample things that other people may not even have heard of. Um, so there's bottles that I have that I, I want to share with friends that may never get them. Right, like right. Not, not everything's available throughout the rest of the country, much less the rest of the world. So my friends that are spread out across the globe, I want to be able to send them some samples. We'll get together. If they can join, great. If not, drink them and, you know, tell them what you like. Uh, but for me, I enjoy that that kind of aha moment where people are just like, oh, I didn't know whiskey tastes like this. You know, like, exactly. I, yeah. Funny. You know, when people tell me like I don't like whiskey, like what whiskey? Yeah. Do you like? Well, I've had Jamesons and I've had the. I'm like, no, 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 no. right. <laughs> you want to you want to put them I on totally something really, really on that, good. Man. That's yeah. how I got into yeah. you know telling these guys this stuff. And when I work. You know, try something that's really good. I say, hey, you got to try this. And that's how I got all my friends on board on a lot of this stuff. So and, I totally feel that. And, that, so, and that, that, that's what I really enjoy is being able to send some stuff that they may never have tasted. Like, quite, quite honestly, you know, unlike OJ, Maker's Mark was not a whiskey for me. Like, I've had it before. I've had it at bars. Yeah. I, I, I know what it tastes like. And it's yeah. not for me. Yeah. So I had this, you know, Maker's Mark private select. And I was blown away by it. And I'm just right. like, I want to share with the world now. I'm just like, yeah. hold on. No. Yeah. You may have had Vegas Mark before, but now you need to take this. Yeah. this Private yeah. Because and I'm a weeded bourbon guy, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to try that one myself. Yeah. It's like, I again, get in my DMs. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I got to do it, man. It's available from Copper and Oak. And I, I, I happen to, to get a couple bottles from them. You about yeah, to get a new enough. follow tonight, and I'll be yes, in the game, son, for real. Yeah. Hey, girl. So, so tell the listeners out there. Your DMs. I know the listeners are are going to be curious about this. If if um when this drops on Sunday, they'll be all in your in your page and online and everything. So tell everybody what's next for TSR Taste of Light Repeat, and then um how they can get at you uh, on Instagram or on the website or whatever. Okay. Um. So let's see what barrel picks do we have coming up? We have, and we're doing an old forester pick next week. Word. Yeah. We're doing an old forester, hundred proof. Today's drop. Um, we dropped today a, um, a rye barrel, a double cast rye from Hill Rock, which is a new. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen those bottles, man. Yeah. So the get bottles, on New York's finest. What? The bottles are very fancy and they're yes. people over. If you want to stunt, you know, you want to give a gift and make it look cool. Yeah. It's a good vibe, and this one is excellent. It's it's decadent. It's like really drink it, and you're like, ah, oh, it's like so rich, man. It's like foie gras over here. Like, Ooh. It's, it's like I'm know, ordering tonight. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ordering as soon as I get off this and, joint. <laughs> and, and just FYI, their packaging is phenomenal. Like is they got nice? these like parachutes they put the bottles in. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Little yeah. bubble wraps. So you know, um, so. We just dropped the Hill Rock Rye. That's our last barrel pick of the year. Okay. Uh, this is a big year for us. We wanted to do 12 barrel picks for the year, one a month. And I think I, I have to go back and count, but I think we ended up with like 14. Oh, very nice. Then we have a, we have an old Forester pick we're doing next week. We have a um, old scout, smooth but old scout pick that we're doing. Uh, we have 
another one I'm really excited about, which is uh, Taconic, which is another New York distillery. Ooh, yeah. Um, uh, distiller now who came from Buffalo Trace, um, Brandon Collins. You also follow him. He's a dope dude. Yeah. He actually lives up in Harlem. He's like a white boy from Southern Ohio who's just down by law. And <laughs> nice. He came to us and was like, yo, I want to fuck with y'all. What do you want to do? Nice. So we had a rye we picked from them that we released um, during COVID, a couple, like 33 bottles, but then we held the rest of the barrel. And then our homeboys from Other Half Brewing were able to supply us a barrel, a, a barrel that they put a stout beer in. Oh, and shit. we took our rye mm. barrel they had their stout in, and we're going to probably drop that in January. And that one is going to be insane because... Yeah. Everything the other half brewing guys do is is just crazy if you're a beerhead. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited about that so one. I'm gonna have, have to uh, stay in that one. We're gonna have another new riff for women's history month. Like we uh did a women's history month pick last year with New Riff because they have a you know of their staff over there at New Riff is predominant. They have a ton of women running their distillery, and we just wanted to do something that was a shout out to the women in 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 the club and oh man, that's awesome, dude. You know, show them show them some love. Right. New Riff loved it so much last year that they were like, "Yo, let's do it this year." So right now, we're trying to convince them to do their first rye barrel pick with us, and we'll see how it goes. Keep your fingers crossed. That's dope. That's dope. Um, you know, we also in, all likely have a Four Roses and uh, and a and a few other barrel picks coming up. That I, and then we're working on a Cavalan. Cavalan, so, get at us! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. We can expand the site and phase two. We thought we would be in the phase two a little earlier, but COVID kind of got we started yeah. this year. So uh phase two will be, you know, we'll have our merch coming when we get our when when Pierre and I can sit down and agree on the logo, we'll have some merch. Yes. Um and then also we're actually gonna round out the liquor store, right? So it's not gonna be just barrel picks. There will be all sorts of spirits for all sorts of people but it will be purpose driven. So instead of like, you know, you go to a liquor store, most people go to a liquor store and they're like, I don't know what to, I need a tequila. I don't know if I should spend $30 or a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so liquor store will then man- manipulate you to buy whatever it is you, they want you to buy. Exactly. Right. For us, so you don't know to trust our, our shop will be purpose driven. So the question will be, what do you want to, what are you trying to do with the spirit? Oh, that's so fire. That's going to be dope. So are you making cocktails? Is it uh, something you need an everyday drinker? Do you need a gift? And does the gift need to be for your homeboy? It just needs to be cool, but it need to be for your boss because you're looking for a promotion. Mm. Uh, right? So uh, the way that you experience the purchasing process in our site will be purpose-driven in terms of, okay, tell us what it is you know, you're looking for or what you need it for. And then we're going to recommend to you what it is you should buy. We don't want to just say, oh, we recommend this, and because Pierre and OJ are cool, you should buy it. Right, but right, right, right. We we, we had an episode like that. Right. I mean, we don't mind if you do. We yeah. don't mind because we are. In fact <laughs> but you cool. go give them. You go give them the full one hundred. Why they need to get this certain spirit? And, you know, it's like I mean, you know, what was I was listening to the What's Cracking the other um, uh, about um, with the where you guys had the guests on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't remember, I can't even remember her name. It was like Chocolate Girl. Yeah, Chocolate, Chocolate Girl. Girl. Yeah, yeah, Chocolate Girl. She was like, I'm a bartender, but like I just started, you know. So like I rec- we recognize that people, the majority of people who have not been in it like we have for this amount of time 
need direction in terms of what they should buy based on what they're doing. Right. Just so they don't waste their money. You know what I mean? There's no reason for you to buy a hundred dollar bottle of whiskey if you're making old fashions. Did you better yeah. not? Facts. <laughs> Facts. Right? Well, yep. Right. <laughs> You know, uh, hook me up, right? What is the best cocktail whiskey of all time? Evan Williams bottle. Evan Williams white label. There it is. <laughs> How much is it? Like, like sixteen dollars. My ABC. Yeah. 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 We're not going to say to you like another liquor store would be, "Yo, buy this eighty dollar bottle of booze when there's one here for what you need for, right. for twenty bucks." Right. So we're no. just trying to re envision the concept of of how you buy, what you buy, and, and and for our people, our members who we care about, making sure that they spend their money wisely. Like, There's just no point in trying to upsell people into things that they don't need or they don't want or aren't necessary. We want to make sure that like, for the, the reason that you need it, you're going to get it, and you're going to get it at the right price. That's dope. Fantastic. So tell, the, tell the people where they can find you at online. If you want them blowing up your Instagram, or you just want them to hit you on the website. Either way. Tastes yeah. like repeat. There it is. Selectrepeats.com. Taste Select And your personal handles. Yeah, what's your and what's your Instagram for the folks? Because you know Instagram is hot right now. They'll get you there first and then come to get you get your spirits at Taste Select Repeat. Uh, this guy over here is Neat Rocks Cocktail. Yep. At Neat Rocks Cocktail. Three ways yeah. I drink whiskey. Yeah. And at least I have whiskey. Yep. At yeah. least I have whiskey. Yep. Yeah. And drop drop the E out of whiskey, and there it is. You'll find them. Pierre's, Pierre's Instagram is popping. Yeah. Like Instagram is more like on some dad life shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, nah, I, don't, nah. I don't know, dude, nah. man. Some of the pictures you have, man, are so dope. Yeah, the one fire. that you own the boat, like, you know, in the Caribbean, I think. I'm not sure. But it was, <laughs> oh, man. I was like, damn, I want to go. Be like, yeah, OJ <laughs> is popping bottles. I got, yes, lucky. Sir. I got lucky. I got lucky. I got lucky. Not, Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Yo, fellas, thank you for coming on and talking to hey, us man, about the spirits, bananas, man. This has been man. dope. I really appreciate it. Tell hey, us hey, about hey, your hey, new... Hold on, hold before on, we go, on. before we go. Come on with what? it. When are y'all coming to do a barrel pick with us? What? Yo, Wait, what? let me pack my bags. My... Hey, say, hey, dude, come on, man. When do I need to be there? Hey, I got I can leave now. I can do it. I can do it. I can I leave so, right now. So let, me, let me just make sure I understand. So we can put a black and brown sticker on there. I mean, is that what we're talking here? Maybe. Yeah, whatever you want. Okay. Yo, yeah, well, you the you the media guy. Can we make one that says like Super Friends? It has us all on the sticker. <laughs> Who's Wonder Woman? Super Friends? No, 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 Wonder Woman. No, that's Super Freak, bro. Just a Super Friend. Man, the one thing that I think I want, at least I want people to understand, at least from what I've learned, is there's all these great expressions out there. There's all these great companies. For us, right, and I think this is where Pierre and I like have something in common. It's like the the single barrel expression to me is the grit is the, the best expression of a distillery and what they can really do. Yeah. Yep. Right? Facts. Facts. And so, um, you know, for me, that I think is the, to me, that's, those are the real unicorns, right? When people are out there chasing Pappy and this and that, you know, yeah. I'm out there, like, I'm looking at liquor stores that I like, there are liquor stores that I follow because I know that they do bomb barrel picks. And if they drop one, I'm like, yo, I'm on it. Like a show. Yep. You know, so, it's funny. I've learned, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I've learned a lot. So Delvin made me move my proof up. And now you just made me reassess my thinking about what I'm looking for in bourbon. No, nah, so man, single I'm barrels. I'm about to start focusing on the bro. single barrels. Yep. And yep. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, fellas. Did Christmas just come early? We just got invited to pick a barrel with the guys from Taste Select Repeat. Yo, and I'm and I'm gonna hold them to it, man. And no, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, we it's, we I have think, it on tape. Yeah, it's New York State law. It's recorded. We just made a contract. We're, <laughs> hey, and and they're in the and house, they, baby. And they Lannisters, and Lannisters always pay their debts. Lannisters so. always pay their debts. <laughs> Winter is coming, huh? Right. Winter is coming, Winter man. Is coming. But this is this is the thing that we want to share. We think that you know, I think that whiskey is a a great American industry, and it needs to be shared. Yep. It needs to be celebrated. Yes. And it just so happens that, you know, we're, we're into it right now. And I don't want people to just be like, oh, I'm going to a liquor store and this is what's available to me. I yeah. went to the bodega shop and this is what's available. Like there's a whole other world out there. Yep. Yeah. There's well, a whole other world out there. I'll put barrel picks that we've done against allocated, you know, $2,000 bottles any day of the week. I have no fear that stuff that we've picked at distilleries that's much younger could could be barrels of stuff that people are are picking. Yeah. I have no fear of that at all. I, I, and I just want to bring that. I want to bring that to in particular our members and yeah. our community at large. I feel like people people don't really understand that either. You know, like they, they may drink like a a batch from some distillery and be like, ah, it was all right. It wasn't anything special. Mm-hmm. Right. But not realizing how much effort goes into making that batch stay consistent over time. Yes. Not realizing that there may be single barrels that were in that warehouse that taste completely different. Right. And I I think that that's part of what we do is we we try and find some of those barrels that taste completely different. Right. um, That taste extraordinary. And we want to bring that extraordinary to our followers. Well, gentlemen, on behalf of the team, we accept your offer to pick a barrel with you. And we will definitely bug the shit out of you until that happens. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. What do you want to pick? What do you guys want to pick? What What are your brands? If you had your brothers, what are your brands? I mean, you know, we're Buffalo Trace guys. We like Buffalo but, Trace. You know, we'll we'll go anywhere. We like the craft guys, too. Yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, we're, 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 we're trying to learn. Weller? Are we doing the Weller next week? Are we doing the... You got to call us for the Weller. We got it next week. <laughs> Buffalo Trace is hard. Buffalo Trace is... Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm yeah, sure no is. question. Yeah, I yeah. Will defer. I will defer to your expertise. You will not lead us wrong. I know that. Nah, we, we like the craft guys, craft. too, man. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. whenever we uh, visited Kentucky, man, we visited yeah. a lot of the small guys, so we're good with them. The thing that I love about the, the craft, it's so interesting, man, because craft years ago was like people were, were shitting on it, like, oh, it's a bunch of hipster white dudes with beards, and it's expensive, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yo, man, it costs a massive amount of money to open up a distillery and actually like yes. buy that equipment and do it, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the craft in and of itself, just to keep the lights on, they gotta the prices gotta be they gotta be higher for what for what it is for the H statement. Right. The interesting thing is, you know, the 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 picks that we did that people just like went insane about was we picked this um these these barrels at uh finger lakes distilling in new york which no one had ever heard of and we went there and we got basically a five-year weeded bourbon and a four-year bourbon that had spelt in it we we were there we we had four people it was the homies it was it was a it was a weird situation we finally picked a barrel right yeah we all left pierre and i both left feeling like something isn't quite right right so we took the samples i went home I blended the samples on my own because Pierre liked this other sample. And if Pierre says, yo, I fuck with this, then I'm like, yo, I need to take notice. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I blended these different samples I had. And I was like, yo, this is actually kind of fire, right? So I, call, I, went, I went back, I called the distillery and I was like, 
would you guys take these two barrels and blend them together for us? That's dope. Right? Like, if you went to Buffalo Trace and you were like, all right, so here's Yeah, my- they'd be like, no, take our shit the way we give it to you. Take this Blanton's barrel and take this Eagle Rare barrel and, like, put them together. It'd be like, how many fuck yous can we give you? <laughs> Lose my number. Yeah, for real. <laughs> the thing that we also love about, like, working with craft distillers is that they're amenable. Flexibility. And flexible to, like, doing interesting and cool stuff, right? So, like, the Taconic thing that we're doing where we're taking their one of their oldest their oldest rye barrel, and then they're, they're, they're allowing us to put it in another barrel that had stout beer in it, like, most places wouldn't do that. So like the craft stuff can be so cool because they have so much flexibility right. on the fly and they're so agreeable to doing something different. Yo, sorry, sorry, man. I know we're trying to wrap up, but I got two questions that I, I have to ask. Bring so it, so, it, so plug, you can, you can edit this and cut it down and make it, you know, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to do what I do, but go ahead, dog. But so two questions. Right. So number one, oh, Ooh, craft your perfect bourbon. Okay. I like your it. Perfect bourbon. So two, so two questions. Have yeah. you guys ever picked a barrel and then when they bottled it, it didn't taste like you remembered? That's the first question. <laughs> <laughs> that means yes. That, that means yes. That's number one. So that's the first question. And then the second question is, is it in the cards for you guys to ever, you know, start a distillery, create your own distillate and, and go that route? So go for it. All right. You want to tell no, them? No, that? Yeah, you, no, okay. Go okay. for it. Go. And okay. you can remove names to, to protect the innocent if you want. Part one. Okay. Part one. <laughs> we, we, did a, we did a barrel pick with a, um, a small distiller who we, we love. Right. Awesome. They just, they treat us great and they give us first dibs on on all of their barrels when they when they have picks to do right so like and we always you know when you get first dibs it's it's the best thing it means like they come to new york they bring in this case they come to new york they bring samples right and you want to be the first one to try all the samples before they go to everyone else but now we've narrowed it down to at least 10 different (laughs) (laughs) we, we do the barrel pick we pick the joint we take the shit as fire we're excited about it and then we get the bottles back, right? They go to the store and we, and, and we open them up and we're like, "What? <laughs> it does not taste like I remembered." Uh, it's not lit. This is not, not good. It's not lit. And we're like, "What's going on?" You know, we're going through our notes. We're going through the photographs of the of the of all the of the samples we shot of the you know proof everything we're going through everything trying to figure out what could have possibly gone wrong the, the struggle to get the old samples that we had left the little bits that we right. had left in the original samples to be like let's let's compare these right yes so we you know we always keep a little bit of the samples to make sure they're good and it was totally wrong right i'm like on i'm like on instagram dming uh what's it marianne marianne barnes like hey so i have questions for you um <laughs> Is it possible that you can <laughs> you can pick something and it comes back in a different like oh, yeah. all these dumb questions as a person who's a novice asking a because the ABV changed. Yeah, yeah. Marianne, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's I'm a I'm hitting her up like, yo, could you help me out? I'm trying to understand what's going on. I got this thing back, it doesn't taste right. What could have happened? She's like hitting me, like, this could have happened, this could have happened, blah, 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 blah. Finally, I just called the guy, the distiller up, and I'm like, look. This doesn't taste as good as what we picked. What's going on? 
And he's like, oh, okay, you know, so he's like, goes through his list and he's like, all right, um, yeah, you guys picked this, you know, this barrel, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, that. we didn't. Oh, he messed up the barrels. They sent us someone else's barrel pick. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, so it wasn't that you tasted something and in the moment the euphoria kicked in and it just didn't taste as good as you thought. It was, he they sent you the wrong up, barrel. He sent you the wrong barrel. That's terrible. You know, if you happen to be a person who is in that club who will rename, remain nameless, um, <laughs> I apologize that you spent $90 on a bottle that was a trash can. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I still run the people at that club that were just like, oh, this pick was fire. I'm like, But <laughs> 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 good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, that's a great story. All right, second question. So when 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 are we getting the TSR distillate? We're going to um, – we've had some people approach us about uh, doing some stuff like that and – it is fundamentally too soon. Uh, cool. So okay. we, we do want to do it and we, yeah. we're capable of doing it. We're, look, we're, we're not going to open a distillery. Okay. I'm not a chemist. Pierre's not a chemist. I don't want to, we don't want to buy all this ridiculous machinery and all this stuff, but can we pick some barrels? Can we blend some barrels better than everyone else? Hells yes. I'll put our stuff up against anyone's the stuff that we do. I put it against anyone's and I'm okay to come in second. I'm okay to come in third. I right. feel very confident though, that we will normally come in first. Nice. That's, so, very nice. Uh, would, That's dope. Would, I love it. We would love to do something like that, but it's just, we're not there yet. And everything takes time. And instead of rushing to, you know, do Ryan Gosling gin, we just want to make <laughs> sure that we get there in a smart, intelligent way. And then when, when we do drop something that is a real branded, you know, uh, a real branded whiskey, that it is, that it's really good and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think that's fire. I mean, you, what you guys, yeah, dropping, dropping good stuff and telling people what they really want to want to get and need. I think that's dope. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. look, keeping it real, man, we're running a small business. We're running yeah. a small business in the age of COVID. Like we're literally like the real life Willie Loman out here. Like we do everything ourselves. We, you know, we are transporting things. We're trying things. We're communicating with like, we are literally at the start of our business on something that was, you know, a, a passion project, much like, look, whiskey was a passion for you guys. And you decided to right. podcast out of it. I know it's, it's, we, we couldn't envision where we're at right now, sitting here talking to you guys. I never yep. in my wildest dreams would have thought it would have grown to where it's at right now. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we talked to Duke and Dame, just talking to people in the industry, doing what you guys are doing is mind blowing for me. Like not yep. only am I a fan, you know what I mean? I, I just, it's crazy. Like we talk about this all the time off air. So it's yeah, just. So, so like when you guys did that Duke and Dame and like the, the, the audio was totally suspect and you could be yeah. Same. Right. That's where we're at with our business. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we were pissed off, but we were like, we got to put it out anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're, we're learning and we're excited and we're having a good time. And we're fortunate to have folks like y'all who are, you know, supporting and checking us out. But like, we're really at the beginning of what we think we can Listen, I, I have a question. Can I ask you guys a question? Oh, yes, sir. Fire, fire away. When can I get y'all to come down to. Long Island, meet me on Bethpage Black and go around. What? If you hey. get us on Bethpage Black, I'll be there this weekend. I got yes, golf sir. balls to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a golfer, Pierre? What? Yeah, man. I have family Whoa. in um 
and wine dance and um, ice slip. <laughs> I, I'll sleep in that parking lot to lose some golf balls. So, okay. so Pierre, funny story. I used to live on Long Beach. Yeah. I learned how to play golf at Lido. Yeah. Lido Beach Golf Club. Know it. And, and I cut my teeth on Beth Page Red. Okay. So I'm, right. I'm with you. Red's a challenge. It's not quite black, but it's, it's not black. But hold up, hold you, up. But you are a golfer. I, I've, I've been known to, to play a little bit here. No, see, see, this is the same cat that said that bottle wasn't that expensive. So I'm getting to the meat and potatoes of this shit right now. Yeah, what's man. What's your handicap, like player? A, no, I'm looking him up on gin. I'm looking him up on gin right now. What's your handicap, Pierre? You won't, you, won't, you won't find me on any type of stat. He scratch. <laughs> 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 like a one handicap. Yeah, like, I, I am definitely not scratch. I am oh, definitely not scratch. Plus two. There it is. <laughs> there it All is. right. So we're we're gonna come up. We're gonna do a taconic barrel pick or Hudson uh barrel pick, and then we're gonna play Beth Page. All right. I'm done. Game. Yep. Do, no, we gonna I think you guys, we need to do something in Kentucky with y'all. Yes, oh. I agree. I agree. Guys, I know you guys love Kentucky. You you guys did the first spin of you hit all. You hit all the distilleries. Yep. You did the tours. Yeah. Yep. The next step up is when you go behind the scenes and they and they and they pull the gate back. Exactly. And then yeah. you pick the barrels. I want to see what's yes, behind sir. the curtain, and I'm yes. I'm down for it. Just you know, let us know, man. Usually, when we show up there to do that, if we pull the car up, they're like. Are you guys sure you're here for the? Are you sure you're at the right place? <laughs> Always. <laughs> We've gotten. Are you sure you're here at the right place? Oh wow. wow! They thought you were valet. No, I mean, yeah, look, man. I mean, gift shops that way, right? I mean, <laughs> very, very broad strokes, man. In, in, in the world we live in, right? I don't like to hold people at fault for having never had an experience before, right? So, in most cases, right, when we're in Kentucky, and, and this is totally real, right? And, and we go down there, and the people are awesome, and they're cool, and we have tons of friends down there, and we count most of these people, these distilleries, as our as our actual real friends, not bullshit friends, but real friends. Like they're just not used to seeing people of color show up to do oh, yeah. a pick. Like that's new to them. Yes. Yeah, it's I'm my sure it is. So yeah. It's understandable when you show up and you roll down the window and you're like, I'm here to do, I got an appointment, whatever, for them to, in their mind, second guess it because they just, they're just not used to seeing people like you. Right. Do you guys have a, do you guys have anything going on tonight? I mean, that's okay. That's Do you guys have anything else happening tonight? No, we here. We here. all right. So hold up, hold up. We're gonna we're gonna do this wrap real quick, and then we're gonna chop it up. Okay. All right. So so for our fans out there, our listeners, we we had uh, the guys from TSR tonight on the show. They came in. They told us about how it's going down. The barrels totally are picking dope. for the people. It was really dope. I don't know about you fellas, but but I enjoy it even more now, just knowing what we know about them. So Delvin, as we go out. Wrap it up the way we wrap it up, and then we're gonna be out. Yo, for real, for real, TSR. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan right now. So, uh, my advice for everybody out there: stay black and keep it brown. Amen. Yeah, man. Peace.